0: there are tons of comedy actors right. who then do serious stuff and everybody's like blown away like jim carrey and things like that and like the number they're 23 in- right inc- they're incredible right. hello welcome to guides to the unknown i'm Kristen,
1: and i'm her older brother william
0: <laughs> so I was just before we recorded I said that I thought Will looked about 40. Yeah. And then I backtracked, and I mean the backtrack. 35. He's 35. Okay. He is my little brother, William. And we are here to talk about Psycho as Slashtober continues its reign of terror.
1: Yeah. And I have been, on the main show at least, loving it.
0: Yeah. Slashtober feels
1: like a breath of fresh air. For those who are not in the know, two years ago... We did Slashtober. Every mm-hmm. week was about slasher movies. Last year, we thought we'd spice it up and do Tober with Nicolas right. Cage movies, and it turned out to be a gigantic mistake. It was
0: a disaster.
1: So this year has been a return to form Slashtober rebooted, we're calling it, yes. and Kristen had the brilliant idea of looking at rebooted, remake movies of classic slashers, mm-hmm. and so today we're going to be focusing on Psycho, Yeah, which was originally made in 1960 by Alfred Hitchcock, and then remade... Uh, quote-unquote, scene for scene. Yeah. By Gus Van Sant in 1998.
0: That's right. Now, Will, tell the people out there your history with Psycho.
1: I love Psycho. Mm -hmm. I think Psycho is obviously a very revered film. Um, I uh, Not to gatekeep, I was introduced to Psycho at a very young age. Yep. Too young. It gave me a complete, like, you know, phobia of of taking a shower for years. Yeah. I was afraid of of having my eyes closed in the shower. Paranoid. Would have to, like, rip back the shower curtain and make sure that the the rest of the room was empty, even if there was shampoo still dripping into my open, you know, Mm wide-eyed, shocked face.
0: (laughs) My open, wide-eyed eyes.
1: Eyes. (laughs) But uh, I, I have a... A, a deep connection to Psycho for that reason. I, yes. I do feel like it, it 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 seared itself into my brain a little bit. Right. And then I have a an odd reverence for everything that follows, mm-hmm. except for the TV show, which is weird. I've never yeah. really watched Bates Motel, the TV, the most recent TV show. I
0: watched like a couple of seasons of it, and then I fell off.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I um. Most people, I think, would assume that these sequel films to Psycho are terrible. Right. And they're half half right, mm-hmm. Psycho 2 is really, really, really good. It is really good. Um, I, I would say that it, it is very nearly on par with the original Psycho, which is bizarre mm. because it was made 20-something years later. That's
0: part of what makes it so cool, though, I think.
1: Yeah, but you would almost expect Psycho 2, you know, Psycho is credited often and, and maybe incorrectly as being the start of the slasher genre. Right um, And so then, uh, when the slasher boom happened in the '80s, Psycho2 was released, and it felt it, you could make the case that, like Norman Bates now is older, is grandpa trying to keep up with the younger guys being, you know, Jason, Freddie, Michael Myers. Um, but it actually tells a fairly mature, interesting story about somebody who is uh, considered a psycho and is expected right. to fail um again and and be a monster it's a, a really interesting yeah, it takes like a,
0: a real life sort of tack to it
1: yeah and i'm similarly interested in the books uh kristen and i did a podcast before guide to the unknown called book club schmuck club where we reviewed books every single week um and we did psycho and i have like vivid memories it, it had snowed and i yeah. had to trudge to your house I, I threw all of our recording equipment. You couldn't drive on the streets, but this was at a time where you lived about two blocks away from me. Mm-hmm. Um, I threw all of our equipment into a backpack and trudged through the snow down to your house. Yeah. Like an adventurer. Yeah. To record a podcast. That was we, very fun. It was very fun. And we like set up in your kitchen, which we'd never done before. And yep. Uh, A lot of people still to this day seem not to really be aware that Psycho is based on a book. Mm -hmm. It is a wonderful book. Oh, it's so good. Highly recommend. So good. And then there there are sequel books that I also have an odd appreciation for, even if they're terrible. I have a sort of strange... Psycho itself is so great that it's hard for me not to be intrigued by what came later.
0: Yeah, of course. It makes you curious. But Mm. I mean, what came later was do do dog poo
1: <laughs> as they say yeah yeah really bad well yeah we did an episode <laughs> of uh, books in the freezer right uh where we uh it was really my fault <laughs> i <laughs> i insisted okay. essentially that we talk about those sequel books <laughs> right um still so we one. had to re
0: or at least i did i had to reread them Cause I didn't oh. remember them well enough from when we did our podcast. Nah, did
1: you a favor. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> They're bizarre. Yeah. Uh, and then there's yet a fourth psycho book that we have never done a show about, but I did read called Psycho Sanitarium.
0: Right. I think you touched on it in the Books in the Freezer episode, which did I? I-, I think briefly, um, which I highly recommend everybody
1: listening to in general, but you can give, you know, our episode a goog or something. Yeah. Go check it out. Um, but so all that to say, I really, really, really like Psycho. Mm-hmm. And I, I hold it in a place of similar importance to Halloween.
0: Okay, yeah. yeah. D- I can absolutely see that. Mm. So how That's about you? Um, I mean, ditto in a lot of ways. I saw it when I was young. Uh, I don't have kind of a formative experience around it, but I just know that I feel like I've like always been aware of Psycho, which is clearly not true, I know, but seems like it.
1: Well, it's been here before we ever yeah. were. You know, we're born in the 80s. Speak this thing. for yourself. <laughs> Kristen was born in the 1880s. That's right. Right.
0: Um, but yeah, like I, I've always thought it was awesome. <laughs> I, I guess it almost just boils down to that. And I've seen Psycho 2. I haven't seen further sequels. Huh? Okay. Um, well, I don't think I have. And I watched a little bit of the show, and it's just been a mainstay. I've seen it like a million times in life, because it's a great movie. Yeah, a comfort
1: watch almost.
0: Definitely. And it's not the kind of thing where you watch it and you're like, oh, this isn't as good as I remembered it being. It's just as good every time, as long as you don't watch it like every week and totally burn yourself out. It's just like a straight up excellent movie. It's creepy. I notice new things about it, usually when I watch it or appreciate something new, I'm Mm -hmm. like, that's very cool line or like i just marvel at the house i'm just like look at that friggin' creepy house like there is a reason that this is iconic and off like replicated because it's just so
1: cool almost every single visual has become an icon in its own right you're right that silhouette of the house the the terrifying stairs that uh, mm, climb up to the house, but go in a jagged... jerky,
0: jerky, right-angle stairs.
1: Very bizarre. No almost,
0: one's house is like that.
1: No, not at all. <laughs> it and you probably can, is, people are going to say this, but whatever. I think a lot of people can even picture the silhouette of Norman Bates on yes. that same... Horizon with the house and the Mm -hmm. Bates Motel in the foreground. Almost, almost every single element of this film has become some sort of an icon. Yeah, Uh, the score is incredibly memorable. Everything about it is steady-handed and confident and sure.
0: Yes, that's completely true. Um, I was on this rewatch, like listening to the score and not necessarily the classic, like re, re, re. Just the score in general Uh is so good yeah it gets you pumped yes it's like a weirdly pump-em-up score without feeling like a jock jam there's just (laughs) something about it even though it's not like boom 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 or anything it doesn't feel
1: like jock jams
0: and yet you're right it gets you pumped like jock jams when you're listening to it
1: yeah everything about it it's like so bump bump Bum, bump, bump.
0: Yeah, it's, it's so energetic and exciting.
1: Mysterious, mm-hmm. dangerous. Yes, mm. all of the above. And then in 1998, they did it again.
0: Yeah, they did. So, what is your history, if anything, with that remake?
1: I remember seeing trailers for it. I, I, I would have been at this point, what, twelve? Uh huh. Is that right? Something like Maybe. that. 1998. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I guess I was old enough to recall constantly seeing commercials for it. Right. Or something. And then I think our dad had the laser disc mm-hmm. of it. I think you're right. Because the poster image for the remake is very, 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 very memorable to me. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, um, uh, oh boy, what is Anne her? Heche. Anne Heche in the shower and the the sort of white tile behind her fades into red below. It is sort of like a pillar of yeah. light, other, otherwise on an all black cover um, very graphic, very mm-hmm. colorful. Yeah. I, I I have a recollection of the marketing, of like the meta material around it. Mm-hmm. And then the movie itself, I would have to say I've probably only, only ever seen once or twice until yeah. today.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, same, really. I, I don't have like a huge recollection of the poster and the marketing and stuff, but um, I've seen it exactly that, like once or twice or something. And... Uh, when we were going into this, I was like, you know, I think this is like kind of unfairly maligned.
1: Um, one of the most, like, it's so funny. It it is such, everybody is so confident that it's terrible.
0: Yeah. And it's really, it's, it's not, it's just, it's kind of odd. Um, I'll give it that, but so coming into this, not having seen it in actually not that long, I've seen it in the last couple of years or something. I remember talking to you about it and whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, I, I was like, I, I kind of think that I, I like it. I don't know what the big deal is. I'm going to be honest with you there. I just want, lost my train of
1: thought. I, <laughs> I don't I remember think, what I was trying to say. Well, one of the things that I was thinking about uh, around this movie is that a lot of times, uh, it, it, right now it's happening with Halloween ends, right? Like so much debate and conversation. It is so polarizing. Right. This Psycho remake is the opposite of polarizing.
0: It's, like, universally dumped on.
1: People seem to unanimously hate it mm-hmm. and make fun of it and call it worthless and, and be like, why would you do this? It's sh- it's the exact same thing. Right. I at least see, spoiler alert, I don't like it and I think it's pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> so, arguably, I'm on the, I, I, I agree with the crowd. I agree with yeah. the mob. Yeah. But I understand, watching it, it, it feels so obvious that it is... Intentionally off key, right? You know, it's like a band covering a song and doing a horrible job. Mm-hmm. You know, if they just like, like well, the pitch is wrong.
0: Honestly, I think that a lot of the and I I don't like to to you know just I don't know I don't like to pin this on somebody. I think that a lot of the problem falls on Vince Vaughn. I think if this was some sort of electrifying performance. That we might feel different about it. Like, I, I can't think of an actor off the top of my head, but if somebody was in it who you're like, oh my god, this was incredible, I think we would feel differently about
1: it. Maybe. I, I would go a step further, though. To me, it's more than Vince Vaughn. It's almost everyone.
0: Yeah. I, think I don't Anne know. Heche I guess I don't feel that way.
1: It. Yeah. I think that everybody... Uh, the opening of the film... So we watched um, the original Psycho together yeah. over the weekend. And, man, it had had been a little while since I'd watched it. Mm -hmm. And I I love just about everybody in it. Like, everybody's a little bit kooky and weird. Um, Janet Lee works at a bank or something. No, not at a bank. It's It's like like a – I don't know what it is, honestly. Somebody's buying real estate. Yeah, some sort of an office. She's one of two secretaries.
0: And then there's, like, a guy who's the boss.
1: Correct. And the other secretary is bizarre yeah she's like oh how you doing if teddy knew that i'd been taking tranquilizers <laughs> he'd be flip his lid yeah so, so it says like some kooky line it's
0: very strange she, yeah she says like oh since you were out teddy called and then my mother a- called to ask if teddy called yes and whatever and she's like she's just talking a lot she's
1: just talking like janet lee and i think purposefully it it Janet Lee herself is sort of isolated in this world, mm-hmm. where because um, if you didn't know the twist that everybody is born knowing these days that. Right she dies part way in spoiler well, alert my husband didn't psycho
0: remember he we watched it That's together true. and ryan hadn't seen it and he didn't know all the stuff
1: that is true that so is somehow, very interesting he
0: is some somehow uh insulated a lot from pop culture stuff
1: yeah i don't know why but because well, he speaks a, a very different like language yeah which like as as we are into pop culture he is into like uh well i, I guess for He's a into, while i don't know he was super into, like, testing out, making different kinds of food. I was, like, yeah. harking back to, like, uh, uh, when you guys were first dating. Mm-hmm. We would go over for a movie night or something, and he would be in the kitchen for a lot of it, and then come out having made, you know, um, some sort of a, uh, a truffle popcorn yeah. or something. Like, right. he would be testing out recipes, and, like, yeah. the language that he speaks yeah. uh, is or was mostly through making stuff, mm-hmm. which is really cool. Yeah. And, and so, like, he doesn't have the 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 baked in pop culture knowledge
0: i think his pop culture knowledge kind of like stopped in the 90s like he's like aware of things from when he was like a kid and like teen yeah and then he sort of like opted out and then doesn't know like popular culture he just knows like a ton of like music stuff
1: sure yeah Mm -hmm. and uh that was pretty cool to watch it with somebody who didn't know yeah everything and he seemed to really like it yeah i did Mm -hmm. yeah um, but so uh, Janet Lee, you might go in thinking like, oh, she is she psycho, right? And she sort of is. She goes a little mad in the beginning. Right. She does something that she wouldn't usually do. She steals money. There is a, uh, a a weird old cowboy. Yeah, has come into the the place where she works, and he's brought with him forty thousand dollars in the original, mm-hmm. four hundred thousand dollars in the remake, because um, of inflation. Yes. And it wouldn't
0: be as exciting during the room, which which makes sense to me. Like if if it was $40,000 back then, um, hold on a
1: second. Yeah. I said, just go for it. Yeah.
0: Hello. Mom. Okay. Mom's on the phone. Anyway, I'm calling because I called William to tell him that when I was pregnant with him, Mm -hmm. dad and I were in California and we went to a studio Maybe it was Universal. I'm not sure. But we were at the Psycho House.
1: Oh, really? Yes. Wow. All right. So I really do have a... Uh...
0: You did. You have a connection, honey.
1: I have a deep-seated connection. I am Psycho, Mom.
0: <laughs> well, I think I am right now because I really just wanted to get that message to you. I appreciate oh, that. What? Thank you. Thank you. you. You truthfully were. And also, while we were there, we saw the original Jaws um cool the prototype for the fish and
1: (laughs) fish prototype
0: yeah but certainly psycho
1: cool that's great
0: i just i wanted to make sure that you understood that you have been within the psycho aura (laughs) for all time yeah
1: wow all right all right wonderful thank you mom
0: bye bye Bye, love Love you love
1: you bye wow all right how about that
0: excellent it
1: turns out i really am special yeah look at you i am a special boy
0: yeah what are you doing a bo- boy well a boy's best friend of his, is his mother
1: that's Botch right that no but, you, you know. said it great <laughs> <laughs> um but so uh this this old this old cowboy man right forks over the cash and janet lee or uh anne hache can't resist they're told to take the cash to the bank but they figure it's friday mm-hmm. nobody would even know the cash was missing until monday I'm going to take it. Right. I'm going to take it. I've got my boyfriend, Sam, who lives in Fairvale. He's in debt. We'll start a new life together. Can't yep. resist. In the original movie, I love the old cowboy. The yeah. old cowboy man is like a weird drunk in a 10-gallon hat. Mm-hmm. And he's he's like, uh, what does he do? He says... He calls out... He's sitting on Janet. desk. I would Lee's say he's desk. sitting
0: on her desk. Like, very
1: forward. <laughs> it definitely is. And then he's, he says to the boss guy, he goes, do you still have that bottle of old 44 you keep in your drawers? And then he covers his mouth theatrically. Like, oops. And he looks over at her very playfully, very broad. Yeah. And he goes, oh, <laughs> I guess I shouldn't have said anything. Yeah. Sometimes I can keep my mouth shut. Mm-hmm. He sounds very gruff and comedic and and big. Yeah. In the remake... It is some guy who conveys no emotion, nothing, no fun, nada.
0: No, I felt I. I don't agree. I don't remember him hardcore, but I do remember during this scene being like, "This is." It reads much more overt, mm-hmm. like especially when he says, "Like I can keep a secret." He's being. I think he's being like, "We can hook up, and
1: I'm gonna keep the secret." I think yes, that that's more. Uh, obvious in the remake. I, I definitely agree with you there. There's there's a sliminess, yeah, to him and the lady who's like, oh, uh, goes. Did anybody call? She goes. Well, Teddy called and Mother called to see if Teddy called. In the remake, she's some lady yeah. who uh, admits nothing. I get nothing off of her.
0: That is Rita Wilson, Tom Hanks's wife. Really, and I think she is giving too much really she's very flat
1: to me i don't get anything i thought she was a lot that's weird because i think ron howard's dad is her boss
0: yes i know
1: and i think that flea works at sam's (laughs) hardware store are you unsure i he didn't he didn't smile or anything or Uh, that's true no it's 100% flea so there's stunt casting then in in psycho (laughs) the remake i don't
0: think I i don't think it's stunt casting flea was in back to the future mm-hmm. so he's in stuff he's just an actor sometimes rita wilson isn't like oh that's rita wilson i think she got a job and ron and then, howard's yeah. dad i don't know
1: yeah i, I don't but i don't think so there are people that might take you out of it I, I think i i do think that there are weird intentional things like everything in the remake is very pink and green mm-hmm. you notice that
0: no, but it's definitely colorful, which it obviously would be because it's in color as opposed to black and white, so it feels even more bright, but I didn't notice the pink and green.
1: I could be wrong, and I haven't looked this up. I haven't verified this or said if anybody else has like talked about this in a more intelligent way than I'm about to. Pink and green in this movie scream technicolor. Okay. It looks like a black and white movie that was colorized, hmm. which is very weird. Hmm. It's like pastel pink. Okay. Um, all over the place. Yeah. Um, and I do think that there is an intentionality to making the movie where it's like now the movie is updated so that it's even set in nineteen ninety-eight. Right. But they didn't change any of the dialogue at all. It is the original I know. script. So people say things like, Well, hot dog. I'm diggity dog.
0: <laughs> I know, it's very weird. And um, like uh what's her name? Obviously. Anne Heche. Well, Anne Heche, Janet what's Lee. her What's the character's name? Marion Crane. Marion Crane and and Sam Loomis are in bed in the beginning. It's still the same thing of like, well, we can't go to lunch together. It wouldn't be respectable.
1: Yes. And it's 1998. It's weird. No, it's very weird. This time watching it, I have a a pretty, I think, apt comparative. Mm -hmm. Uh, Romeo plus Juliet. (laughs)
0: <laughs> didn't you talk about this on the show last week yeah I've have got you watched romeo plus juliet recently? not in a
1: long time yeah, okay but i don't remember Just why on the ba- i brought it on up on the brain previously but like uh you know uh when was bill shakespeare knocking around you know the exact years spit him out gotta be the 1800s yeah, no i think it was earlier than that 1700s I 1600s know. i would have said like 1500s but i don't know anything Is that i like don't the know anything Dark ages
0: no, William, get off this subject. We have to get away in trouble. From this subject. Yeah, yeah, Whenever yeah. we reveal
1: that we don't know anything. Right. No. <laughs> abort, abort. Yes. So um, in Romeo Plus Juliet with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, mm-hmm. it's set in ambiguous modern day 90s. Right. Jamie Kennedy is gassing up their convertible <laughs> yeah. in the opening scenes. Instead <laughs> of swords, they have guns. Yeah. And all the dialogue is, I think, largely verbatim from the original play. Mm -hmm. Um, So you're treated to to Jamie Kennedy reciting Shakespearean dialogue. (laughs) But my point is that... I always
0: forget he's in that movie. I haven't seen it in a million years.
1: Yeah. That was
0: my shit. It was great. Oh, my God. And the soundtrack. Harold Parano. I wore that cassette
1: out. Harold Parano's uh, death scene, Mm -hmm. his Queen Mab speech. Yep. To die for
0: John Leguizamo Mercutio, mm-hmm. yes, please. Come at me,
1: Kenneth Brana. <laughs> yeah. No one's handled the bard more deftly <laughs> <laughs> than Pete Postlethwaite. Um, <laughs> I think there's something of Romeo plus Juliet in okay. Psycho 1998.
0: For sure, the colorful thing is the, yeah, ringing a
1: bell, definitely colorful, but also. Um, people in the 90s reciting 60s True. dialogue, Yes, it doesn't feel right. Right. It feels weird.
0: It feels great in Romeo, Romeo
1: plus Juliet from what I remember, though. Well, they go for a style, certainly. But anytime yeah. you hear a modern person, think about like a, no, I know. a person trying to recite Shakespeare today and, giving, and trying to make it really, really natural. Yep. That's what this movie feels like. It does. Like, it
0: certainly does. It's
1: very weird. Yes. Like Vince Vaughn being like, um, well, I like taxidermy. I mean, um, most of it's pretty cheap. I, I don't like to taxidermy beasts. Right. I think only birds look well stuffed because yes. bu- bu- look well
0: that stuffed. Look definitely well. that
1: whole scene feels extremely dated, even down to
0: getting sandwiches and milk.
1: Sandwiches and milk. Every, everything is uh, verbatim. And I yep. think that um, remaking Psycho, Gus Van Sant has uh, evidently said something because, you know, people are like, why would you do this? Why right. would anyone remake not any movie, but so, like some perfect film, mm-hmm. arguably, as Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho. Yeah. Why would you do it? Why would you make it scene for scene? Did you think you were going to do it better? Did you think that you were improving it or whatever? And he evidently said something along the lines of, I did it so no one else would have to. I know. This is... It's not a foregone conclusion that this would have happened without him. I think it
0: is. Especially, I we're seeing it more like, and more many, today. I don't know. It, has something like this happened often where you're like oh precedent is set where somebody's like remaking shot for shot ish with the same dialogue no, a movie the the
1: shot for shot impulse is not part of what he's talking about i think his execution of this idea is <clears throat> uh, also uh, to make some sort of a statement mm-hmm. but um uh, on, uh, this is nerdy kirby reed in scream 4 uh, Ghostface asks, you know, what is the remake of the horror movie in which the villain, and she goes, ah, uh, Psycho House of Wax Terror Train, The Fog, Prom Night, like, she's able, she, you know, lists off yeah. a couple dozen movies. Yeah. Where it is, Halloween does not leave things alone. Um, Halloween is the, the most recent um, example of this the requel trend is an extension of this i guess I remakes took it more... were the order of the day and he was sort of ahead of his time of calling out that remakes are a little bit of taxidermy it is taking something that's dead yeah and and pulling it back out to put it back up on display mm-hmm. this movie is taxidermy yeah you're
0: right this movie is taxidermy and i guess i took his quote more Literally, like where he was saying that somebody else is going to do this thing, not just remake Psycho. Yeah. So taking it as just like somebody's going to remake it some way as opposed to like, I'm doing it shot for shot. So nobody else has to. That makes a little bit more sense.
1: It almost preserves the original by making sure that nobody will tell the original story again. Right. Although they do tell the original story in Bates Motel. Right. So no matter what, and Psycho will be back someday. Mm-hmm. Let's not pretend that this franchise is – no franchise is done. Yeah. Halloween ends, the the hot new thing. By the way, we'll be talking about it on Monday's yes. Patreon. Come back for that. Mm-hmm. But um, they've already discussed Yeah. there's going to be more. Yep. Uh, nothing's finished. No. Nothing's finished.
0: No, for sure no.
1: And so this movie as a curiosity piece, Psycho 1998 – I don't like the construction of it, Mm -hmm. but I'm pretty interested in the impulse behind it.
0: That's kind of how I feel. So I I was saying before, going into this, not having seen it for a couple of years, I was like, I think it's unfairly maligned. I feel like it's not that bad. It's not that, and then, so I feel differently now having watched it for this. It's not that I think it's that bad. It's just odd. It's just like unnecessary feeling incredibly um because you and i've talked about it like ad nauseum like adapting a book into a movie or remaking something or whatever kind of gives you this like second draft new lease on life where maybe you can do something interesting with it or put your own spin on it in some way. And this movie doesn't really do that. It does it in these like very, very little ways, but not enough on the whole to make it like a new interesting movie to watch, I think. And I also think it's possible that my opinion of it suffered from, for having watched psycho the day before oh yeah because then it's just straight up watching like for the most Literally part the, the same, same dialogue a lot of the same scenes and just being like why is this even here I like i th- watched this awesome yesterday and so like what's going on here today
1: there's an argument that is sometimes made you've made this argument mm-hmm. if it's old it's not that good it's in black and white it moves a little no, bit. No, I don't th- I
0: don't think it's a blanket. If it's old it's not that good. It's that I personally am not into it.
1: Well, that's my point though. And yeah. I, and I think that you have better taste than many. And I think that you, Well, I think
0: I don't know about that, but thank well, you. Well, I
1: I do. Okay. And I think that a lot of people out there would be like, I don't want to watch some old black and white movie. Mhm. Um and so there is also so then you show
0: them Psycho 1998
1: instead? Well, I'm saying again, again I there, I'm 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 still advocating for this bizarre sort of divorce the movie that exists mm-hmm. from the impulse to make it in the first place. Uh-huh. Because somebody was going to modernize Psycho. Right. And they eventually did it in Bates Motel, proving the point. Um, uh, Gus Van Sant stepped in and went, no, 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 no. It doesn't need to be modernized. I'll show you how bad an idea that is i'll make a terrible movie right so and nobody weird. else will want to touch it i yes it's very it's very weird it
0: just feels like a lesser yeah. version of the same movie because that's what it is
1: of course and like i, how, I still don't think it's like
0: terrible but it just feels like meh,
1: no it's not horrible it, yeah. it is weird but i i even think that there are deliberate things where it's like uh when marion is in her car after stealing the money and she sees her boss walking down the street yeah in the new one, that almost feels like it's shot on a green screen. Definitely, it looks bad. It, it looks definitely does fake. Yeah, they didn't just take a camera outside. Right, they did it on a set the way that George Lucas would have made the prequel movies. Right, it is intentionally fake looking.
0: Yeah, no, they they re sort of like uh, re put in place circumstances around the first movie so they could get the same kind of vibe
1: right which which i take it from the 60s as a necessity
0: yeah so it's the absolutely was the way that.
1: that. It was. but the 60s movie is weird too mm-hmm. you know, like we can't forget that there were color movies right alfred hitchcock shot this in black and white for cost right um and this was his tv crew that mm-hmm. shot his movie so like, and it wasn't expected to do well.
0: Right. And also I think they felt they could kind of get away with some stuff a little bit more in black and white, like right. all the blood. Not that there's, by our standards, like a ton of blood, but there's enough blood in here that it was a little bit more frowned upon in the 60s. But not showing it in color totally. makes you, it helps you have a little bit of remove.
1: And so for the modern movie to, to with a bigger budget. I believe, like it is weird that they they Definitely. lean into the blood and they lean into nudity. Mm-hmm. There is nudity on screen in this film. Yeah, there is blood on screen in this film. Aside from the you know the chocolate syrup that goes down the drain in the original, right. like in the new movie, they show red blood smeared on the walls. Mm-hmm. They show two stabs into the back of Anne Heche Yep. as she slumps over. Yep. um it, it
0: and even when Arbigas dies like uh-huh. he has slashes on his face in the new movie as opposed to the
1: original there's I think there's there's like a line on his face in the original I mean, you're I think. right yeah you're right it just plays differently yeah but uh so it is weird that in some ways they do go with modern convention mm-hmm. gore is not over the top in it but it's more yeah. present right and so it's weird if you're trying to stick to the 60s style yeah then when you stab in Hay chocolate sauce should come out right um anyway wh- why don't we take a quick break and yeah we'll come back and we'll talk more. i want to talk i definitely want to talk about vince vaughn i want to talk about anne Haish. yes um and most i just want to say that i like william h macy so i did it
0: <gasps> william you've done it bye done bye it. everyone Bye. i gotta say ditto ditto and ditto yeah mm-hmm. and i like julianne moore's clothes okay <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay.
1: <laughs> so everybody uh you know that uh, we love debbie draws funny and we know that uh you love debbie draws funny because you're good people with good taste as good of taste as Kristen's taste in movies well don't insult the poor people <laughs> <laughs> debbie draws funny is a stationary business available online and in 700 shops across the u.s and canada
0: Debbie hand draws every single greeting card, sticker, tote bag, and more, and they cover a wide variety of subjects. So, things like your faves of the 80s and 90s, horror classics. There are new categories for true crime and paranormal, and nostalgia and pop culture. So, she's getting all the major food groups in there.
1: Yes, it's important to have all your food groups. Yes,
0: it's a it's- balanced diet of stickers and such.
1: <laughs> I eat stickers. <laughs> <laughs> mostly De- debbie draws funny has been featured in glamour pop sugar new york times and dateline even liked and commented on her keith morrison line of greeting cards which will never stop being huge i will not stop mentioning it every time we talk about it because i can't Do you imagine Keith morrison
0: i having worked in social media previously i don't no I would say yes you say <laughs> yes to these things I don't know that Keith Morrison runs the Dateline Instagram. What's Twitter? (laughs) (laughs) What is Twitter? What's going on over there? Why is it so dark? Good Keith Morrison. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Um so Debbie Draws Funny launched a Patreon which has exclusive prints and stickers that are super super cool you can go find that at patreon.com slash Debbie Draws Funny that's Debbie with an I-E and it has tiers starting as low as three dollars and going up to 15 and at that tier that's where you'll start receiving a monthly exclusive art print and a sticker in the mail so the October print is this really cool colorful but also still a little bit weird and i'm saying that as a compliment drawing of a barn owl oh it's the good weird all right it's the good weird the barn owl has a dead mousy in its claws because debbie used a, a picture for reference that weirdly had that in there so she decided to keep it in and then there's also a corresponding sticker that goes with it so they're so neat they're colorful without being like eye searing and i feel like they would kind of like go pretty much wherever you would want to put them
1: yeah you want these on your laptop yeah you want these on your notebook Mm -hmm. you want to have one coming to your door every month yeah uh they're beautiful they're poppy they're exciting
0: they're cool it's awesome.
1: So use promo code GTTUPOD for 20% off your order at DebbieDrawsFunny.com. And for exclusive bonuses, join the fun at Patreon.com slash DebbieDrawsFunny. Yeah,
0: can't say enough good things. Your fellow listeners have been placing lots of orders and joining the Patreon. Yeah, it's true. So
1: join them. Join them. We all
0: like this stuff.
1: And use that Patreon account for good. Your single Patreon login Mm -hmm. can bring you Debbie Draws Funny and Guide to the Unknown. That's right. On Patreon.com slash GTTUPod. We have a number of different tiers. Uh, Find a size that fits and you'll get a different amount of bonus shows every week. Top tier is our Demon tier starting at $13 a month. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, that'll get you a new show every single Monday. We've got an exclusive podcast called The Netherworld Dispatch. Uh, It's Slashtober over there as well We've been doing a lot of horror movies A lot of slasher stuff Most recently on Monday We did talk about the new Hellraiser Yeah Uh, It had to be acknowledged I will say most of the episode is about the new Hellraiser And then we just talk about Cenobite Did you know there's a Cenobite who has CDs sticking out of his head. Yeah, his name's CD. His name is CD. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do talk about the origin behind Butterball. Of course. Everything you need in that Hellraiser episode. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, we are going to have our conversation about the brand new Halloween ends. Oh, it's so
0: divisive.
1: Coming this Monday. You have plenty of time to watch it in the theater or on Peacock, or yep. as Jamie Lee Curtis says, go to the theater, watch it on Peacock. Go back to the theater, watch it again on Peacock. Yeah. I did half of that, as I promised I Watched it in theaters and I watched it again. At very home. good. I did. I'm ex- I'm very excited to talk about it with Chrissy. There's yes. a lot to say. Neither of us knows how the other feels. No, we've been keeping a lid on it. Yeah, and there's been a lot of consternation online. I know. I'm very curious. Consternation and constipation.
0: <laughs> that's right. I don't know if it's constipation. I think it's the um, opposite. It's really right. getting out there. It's right. Um but <laughs> if this sounds interesting to you, I think you should know that we are doing a demon drive. On Sunday, October 23rd at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is this Sunday. Yeah, if you're listening in real time, that's this Sunday. So this is to get more demons up in that demon tier. Uh What we are going to be doing during the stream to... that it's worth your while is showing some previews of things that are going to be arriving on the demon tier that very day oh my god Yeah. so um we have recorded some watch-alongs for a series of movies that's extremely popular yeah we have gone on a paranormal investigation yeah. and we have footage and audio to share from that and so Just we'll audio. be uh, just audio, just audio. <laughs> we'll
1: listen to audio of us going on a paranormal investigation, talk a lot about the experience of it. We went with a, a big ghost hunting group. Yeah. It was really interesting. We'll be doing that live on the show. Yep. But then, yes, this watch-along thing, I'm very excited about. I know. Um, Something we promised a long time ago. People out there might... Uh... Might already know. They Mm -hmm. might figure it out from what we're saying. Yeah. We did suggest that we would watch a certain movie series.
0: I think that it's probably going to eclipse all other entertainment. Mm
1: -hmm. I'm going to use the same pun I've used like 20 times. Okay. You're about to see our new moons. That's
0: right. That's right. That's (laughs) worth the price of admission, isn't it?
1: Isn't it? So
0: join us for our Demon Drive. It should be a really good time. And we hope that that prompts you to join us on Patreon. Mm -hmm. And to everybody who's already there, Thank you so much, number one. Mm -hmm. And number two, if you're already a demon, you're automatically going to be getting the things that we're talking about and pumping up on the demon drive.
1: Absolutely. So don't
0: worry about that. And we would love to have you just want to hang out. Yeah.
1: There are just going to be shenanigans on the stream as well. It's going to be a really good time. That's Sunday – October 23rd, 2022, starting at 1 p.m. Eastern on youtube.com slash gttupod. Mm-hmm. Everything is going to the demon tier on patreon.com slash yeah. Um. One other small thing I want to shout out, uh, I, I even said it in a little bit, Apple uh, reviews. Mm-hmm. You can review the show on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, and then all these other sh- sites like a pod chaser, like These yep. IMDB of podcast sites that pop up periodically. But we got a new Apple Podcast review, I think today, that I loved, so I want to read it to you. It is from Minigames who says, great listen. Hi, my name is Douglas, and I love this show. Five stars. To the point. Shout out to you, Douglas. Douglas. Douglas, Douglas, Douglas. I thank
0: mean, you. come on. Yes. What more can I ask for? Thank you very much. And thank, thank you, you to everybody much. who reviews.
1: Please consider leaving a review. Please consider spreading the word. Yes. Keep please. us alive like Tinkerbell. We, you must clap. That's for us. right. All right. <laughs> All right. Vince Vaughn or Anne Hayes, who do you want to talk about?
0: Uh, I mentioned Vince Vaughn, so I think let's continue the Vince Vaughn track. Cause okay. Because I, I expressed my displeasure.
1: Yes, you put a lot of blame on Vince Vaughn's broad shoulders.
0: I kind of do. I, I would not say that it's the main problem by any stretch, but I, I can envision a world in which this movie is respected more yeah. because the lead like knocked it out of the park. And I think that a lot of what people think about when they are talking about how this movie didn't succeed or isn't good or whatever is probably the first thought is like, why bother? I think the second thought is that Vince Vaughn isn't really well suited for this role. Now, why do you think that? Because I've seen people talk about that, and why do you think? Oh, why do I think that? that? He just doesn't seem to have like the gravity
1: no gravity i'll give you that yeah (laughs)
0: that that one needs um to pull this off there's just like anthony perkins is so great he's fantastic he's definitive like obviously there is a book so there is another character (laughs) hashtag not my
1: norman you would say about (laughs) i i think i would
0: um the character in the book is super different Mm -hmm. obviously all the beats are the same um but the uh Norm Bates's personality is different. In the book um, he's like a
1: a, a frumpy middle aged man. Right. In the movie he is a slight young man.
0: Mm-hmm. With well, a spring in his step. A
1: henny youngman. What? Henny Youngman. Huh? Do you don't know who that is? Henny Youngman, who is that? <laughs> he's an old comedian. He had a <laughs> I think he's the guy that had a violin. He said, Take my <laughs> wife, please. Are you telling me you didn't get that reference? <laughs> Why, I'm i am an old man
0: I'm embarrassed myself here Why, today all my
1: reference points might be a little <laughs> beyond my a ally does occasionally make fun of me for if i i might mention somebody every now and then she's like who is that we call
0: i usually i would know. expect you to know i usually do for some reason i didn't know any young men by young men by name <laughs> is this me calling you 40 gonna stick with you yeah yeah, we're going to uh, I really genuinely We have to live
1: with this for a time.
0: I genuinely take it back. Like not cuz it's mean, but I I was speaking too soon and we're doing the podcast and being silly. I don't think you look for it. I to can't me. tell you how
1: unoffended I am. No, I know. I don't care. But it's sticking I'm I'm reacting to how for most people that would be some sort of an offensive comment <laughs> and yet I am prepared to let it roll off my back. <laughs> yeah. And yet I feel like I shouldn't. I do feel like for my own dignity i should push back no
0: i I also don't mean it as a negative
1: (laughs) just a factual thing Ooh, you are looking 40 (laughs) that's a big compliment i'm actually really looking forward to being 40 i think it's like cool i'm happy to be sucking air yeah i uh no I, I, i i i do not care I, yeah. just, I just thought it was funny. You look like you're 40. Yeah. No, I'd say you said it with such. You know what it is? People don't didn't see this because it's pre-show. Yeah. Uh, Kristen, we were talking about how I look older. I was talking about how I'm going bald, and Kristen goes, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you look older, but you know, I'd say you look 40. You said it so reasonably, like it <laughs> yeah. was the low end." And it's no. five years older than me. I know. <laughs> so
0: you, no.
1: you started at 40. There was no consideration that I might look my age. You look 40. It was no. Just no, I mean, no, no shade to 40-year-olds.
0: I'm in show mode a little bit. Not that I say things I don't mean because I'm in show mode, but I'm you know playing it up a little. Mm-hmm.
1: Got a real so. Zero Mostel over here. <laughs> See
0: that? I get
1: <laughs> That we're good. Okay. All day.
0: Yeah. Um, anyway <laughs> you look young and spry yeah, Thank you. just like norman bates spring chicken um but no he just he's just not carrying it yeah for me i i don't think i mean he's 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 not like super serious and like there are some people who can pull off super serious like think of I'm not saying that he, that uh, Vince Vaughn is like the pinnacle of comedy or whatever, but he's a he's a comedic actor, and he's
1: giggling a lot in this movie. A Which lot is of it is by
0: design. And Norman Bates is that. giggles, a yeah. little bit
1: and stutters and is very nervous. But right, Vince Vaughn does play as if he's trying to play somebody who's actually 14. Yeah. 15. Yeah. It, it is a little odd. It, I, I, I agree. It's
0: just not working for me. And so I'm stumbling a little because I'm not thinking like, oh, it's because he's a comedic actor he can't do this. Because there are tons of comedy actors right. who then do serious stuff and everybody's like blown away. Like Jim Carrey and things like that. And like the they're twenty
1: 23, in- right. Incre-
0: they're incredible. Right. But he just, I feel he just doesn't have it.
1: I agree. I agree. It's not that I'm, I'm not advocating to say that I think uh, uh, Vince Vaughn is a great Norman Bates. My thing is more that when you're surrounded by people who are equally bad, mm-hmm. it's hard for me to put the blame on him.
0: I don't find them equally bad. Like, Anne Hash is kind of neither here nor there for me. I don't I don't personally find her bad. Um, I did find Vigo Mortensen bad. Okay. As Sam
1: Loomis. I, I would say he's uh, less interesting than the original Sam Loomis, which yeah. is really saying something.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just it, it is it's just a strange
1: movie the original sam like strange loomis,
0: choices abound behind yes. and in front of camera
1: the original sam loomis feels like maybe some sort of a stand-in for Cary grant
0: yeah i think you so. know like he
1: just feels like that sort of like stock sturdy 50s 60s guy Yep, he is uh, uh replaceable right and pull anybody in they'll just do that role the exact same way
0: and viga morten some kind of plays him as like a simpleton <laughs> really? think? I think so I think he plays him like an aw shucks like Country dumb boy. dumb
1: stereotype I would say he plays him as a as a, a rough handed uh-huh uh, um, I know I know only about hardware right stereotype yeah yeah Um uh and Hayes though comparing now like you got to c- compare Vince Vaughn to to Anthony Perkins right right I gotta compare Anne Haze totally. to Janet Lee, who I think is like uh, sparkling, like like
0: incredible. I
1: I love her in Psycho so much. I don't know that I've seen her in anything else.
0: I haven't. Only
1: Halloween H two O. I was about to say
0: only older in H two O and popping up here and there.
1: Yeah, and I uh, but like all those shots of her driving, where she's like looking out the windshield, and okay. the entire movie is carried. Mm-hmm. For like 10 minutes off of close-ups of Janet just Lee's face. Just her face, unspeaking. She is... Uh, 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 I can't stop looking at the screen. I, I I could hear an argument for somebody saying that Psycho is boring. Nobody dies in the yeah. movie. Like, two people die or something. Right. Um, I, I just think that it is... Like, pretty magnetic. I really, really like Janet Lee.
0: Definitely. And actually, that's kind of an, like, interesting point as compared to talking about Friday the 13th last week. I was saying that I find that, like, good but somewhat dull. Yeah. Even though that's arguably pretty action-packed. Psycho... People are right, like there isn't maybe that much that happens, happens action wise, but I am riveted.
1: Yeah, people are obsessed with the idea that nothing happens because Mm -hmm. nobody's being murdered at the moment. Right, but. Things can happen dramatically and characters can have interesting arcs and interior lives. Yeah. Uh, That is something happening, that is drama happening on screen. And I think that Marion is the definition of an interior Life when she meets Norman and they're having sandwiches and milk in his weird bird parlor. Yeah, and he's talking about how you know people cluck their tongues, their thick tongues. I know thick tongues. Very weird uh, about putting mother in a home or whatever. And he goes, "We all go." She's just a little mad. Mm -hmm. We all go a little mad sometimes, haven't you? Right. And she thinks to herself, "In the original, I have gone a little mad. Mm -hmm. I've stolen this money. This is temporary. I'm going to go back." Right, She says it. She's resolved at catalyst. that point. She is prepared to turn things around, go home, yeah, and try to set things right. Yeah. She's going to owe a little bit of money that she took out, out of uh, the cash on the top. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's going to get herself out of the hole that she's been digging. Right. Norman Bates is dug in. Mm-hmm. And it is because those two meet. And it is because one of them... Uh, uh, went psycho a little bit that she gets sucked into this world. She should not be at this motel. Right. She should not be here. Nobody should be at this motel. Mm-hmm. And for this reason, she'll get murdered by Norman Bates. In the in the in the remake, when I look at Anne Hae sitting in the Bird Parlor eating sandwiches and milk, uh, understandably, admittedly, <laughs> I feel like Vince Vaughn being like they cluck their thick tongues and shake their heads or whatever. Yeah. Is a little more intense where it seems like he's about to get violent it
0: definitely is like he has tipped his hand yeah in this moment he's he way more agitated than anthony perkins just sort of like kind of like judging yeah. people for judging right.
1: which is you know whatever um no he's getting like worked up and so somewhat appropriately anne haitia's reaction um uh, bouncing off of that is less thinking about how that's a metaphor for her situation, right? And more like, I better not piss this guy off, right? But it is the lack of sort of like controlling the moment and embodying the purpose of that character mm-hmm. that when she stands up, she's and she's like, I think I'm gonna drive back to Phoenix. I, I'm just like, I, this feels like some like an excuse you're giving to get out of the room, yeah, and definitely. And, and the driving scenes, like if Janet Lee yeah. is sort of like commanding and Haysh driving and getting drowsy and trying to shake it off. For one, and I don't mean to be uh, crass, it is going to be impossible to watch Psycho nineteen ninety eight with Anne Heche, yeah, uh, and see those driving scenes where she is foggy and falling asleep and losing control, and not think about Anne Heche's end of her life, yeah, uh, in real life, impossible. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I I feel that in the movie she does not emit any sort of. Command yeah. or, or, uh, it, it feels hollow. It feels yeah. like somebody whose job is to act as if you're falling asleep rather than somebody who's falling asleep, which I I get more. And there's, I feel like Janet Lee is also aided by it's the 60s, it's in black and white. I feel like she's aided by this sort of quaint,
0: I think that's true, production value styling and things like that. Yeah, that's true. Um, I think make her really co- so. I'm not taking away from her acting because I think she's amazing, but she's so compelling to look at. Yeah. It's really beautiful to look at. And um, I felt the same way. I felt like Anne Heche was just kind of like flat, mm-hmm. fine, like not – I maybe during the driving side it is a little bit bad, but certainly not moments where I'm like this is bad, um, but just like not not rising to that sort of level.
1: Exactly. And And that's the level that you have to hit for it to be – yeah, which is why this movie itself is is an exercise in futility, and I think that Gus Van Sant at least seems to have known that mm-hmm. that you cannot rise to the quality of the original.
0: No, but um, I, I feel like again, if the acting was stronger, that. It would be. I mean, no, no duh. If the acting is stronger, it would be better. But I, I, really think that it would have elevated the whole thing. I think that part of the reason it like has kind of sunk is because the porf- the performances are not great.
1: Yeah, it's it's just it's rough around the edges in yeah. every way, shape. Yeah, or form. every way. And the way that Janet Lee is maybe aided by the production value of hers, I feel like everybody is probably hampered by. I, I don't think that this movie was necessarily taken seriously mm-hmm. on set. There's like on IMDb, which who knows if this is true, but they're like, Gus Van Sant had a DVD of Psycho, and he would watch yeah. it on set to replicate. Like that's not that's a little demotivating, a uh, demoralizing as a performer. Where you're like, my job is not to perform, my job is to hit this it's mark a copy. and copy that. It's not as uh, honest. But for,
0: I mean, I wonder if for this project, I have lo- I have no idea. I, I did the same thing. I read the IMDb trivia, but I didn't do a ton of research outside of that, if any, now that I'm thinking of it. But anyway, I wonder if it was a novelty to them as actors, too, where as right. opposed to really trying to find things personally, like maybe it's interesting to try to copy that. Maybe that's kind of... maybe. But I don't know, but yeah, it, I could see there being a novelty to this whole thing being more of an exercise than a movie.
1: Could be. Yeah, that's interesting. I, yeah, I, I just don't know.
0: Speaking of um, like styling and things like that, the way that they styled Anne Hache was really weird, too, because yeah. – I understand them deciding to make it 1998. Fine. But they have her dressed like it's like the 60s. And it's really strange. And she's the only... Vince Vaughn is kind of a little bit, too. But, I mean, when you meet her sister, Lila, she's dressed extremely 90s.
1: Extremely 90s. And she wants to get her headphones before they go to see the Sheriff Chambers and stuff. Like, there are odd modern touches Mm -hmm. in this. Is it that marion crane in this also represents the 60s the old ways being killed off and then I, here comes her sister lila who is the definition of the modern the era. most
0: 90s i don't know i if, wonder if, that seems like a weird message to have in a movie that's like lovingly recreating the original though yeah but because it's, it's like a state well <laughs> i think it was it, it doesn't come out lovey-dovey
1: but i think it was done lovingly i think the cra- i think that the, there's like the technicals like, whoever built the sets, although it's weird, the Psycho House is different. Yeah. It's a different house. Yeah. So you're making your shot-for-shot shot remake, but the house is different? I don't know. Th- this is what I'm saying, though, where it's like some of the technicals are identical, where it's like, if you've ever seen Adam Savage from Mythbusters, like, he really enjoys recreating movie props. Mm-hmm. Seems like almost as a hobby. He'll just, like, very methodically create the, like, flamethrowers from Alien, something like that. And, and some of this movie has that feel of it, where... Maybe for a lot of the technical crafts on set, it was cool to like, I don't know, make the motel or or get the birds right, right behind uh, in the parlor. Right. Make mother like like the parlor was pretty good. The parlor was good. Yeah. I, I think uh, like all those things might have been like really fun, interesting challenges. Like I watched behind the scenes stuff of the new Ghostbusters, and it's like when uh uh, uh there's like a, a mechanics. Uh, that work for some of these studios, and they're like, we got to remake the Ecto One. Mm-hmm. It's like a dream come true. Yeah, and it's like that side of it, maybe. Yeah, right. But then, like all the filmmaking, you're you're making Psycho, and one of the big icons of it is Norma Bates's house. Yeah, and you've got a different house. Like, yeah, that of feels all things, very. De- it feels deliberate to me to say this is, and this is a little precious to say, mm-hmm. but it's also not wrong. This movie is a different construction. Mm-hmm. This is a different building. This is a different scaffold.
0: Yeah, even the Bates this. Motel sign is different.
1: Yeah, and it says newly renovated mm-hmm. on it as well, Yeah, I didn't catch that. But that's another IMDBism. I read, yeah. yeah. But so like they they're having their cake and eating it too, which also feels pointed. We're saying this is the same and we're saying this is different.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's it's weird. It's it's, weird. it's there aren't like a lot of like easy through lines no. to be able to be like, see, they changed this, this means that. Because it's faithful and then also breaks away in random parts. It almost yeah. feels like just do it all the way mm-hmm. or do it completely differently.
1: Yeah, I, I totally agree. And like, you know, in another world, I would be like, you're going to make remake Psycho? Have it be that when Norman Bates and Marion encounter each other, she kills him. Mm-hmm. And then the movie is different from that point on. Right. Or have it be that Mother really is alive. Twist not a twist. Yeah. She has been alive this whole time. Norman Bates is her lackey in this version. Right. She's still her precious little boy who just does clean up after her. Mm-hmm. Do something gonzo that people still wouldn't like, by the way. Everybody would rebel against these things.
0: Totally. But at least it's something interesting.
1: Do something that that turns it on its head. Yeah. And gets people thinking. The weird thing about this movie is that it almost feels like... Now, I love movies. I love picking apart movies. Mm-hmm. I, like, I like getting in there and getting up to the wrist in the guts. I, you know, like I look at something like Star Wars, The Last Jedi. Yeah. Which people hated and was very polarizing. And I I like looking at it and kind of going like, what if this were different? What if you did this instead? What if you did that instead? Mm -hmm. It is like renovating. It's like if if you took this part off here and you put this part there, would this machine work? With this movie, I would typically be inclined to do that, but it feels like a movie that's built to foster that conversation. Uh-huh. Which makes it a little less interesting to have that conversation. Yeah. It seems like it's intentionally here to push your buttons and make you go, why? Right. Like, there are uh, additional little interstitial shots every time there's a murder. Yeah. So, like, when Marion is being attacked in the shower, there are suddenly storm clouds. And when uh, 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 Arbogast, uh-huh. Arbogast. Arbogast. Is being um, killed on the stairs. There's a shot of a lamb yeah. and some sort of an eyes wide shut
0: lady. Yeah, it's it's like a naked lady with, it seems like a leather eye mask on.
1: So I assume that we're, if there isn't a point to those images, uh-huh. it is some sort of Norman Bates psychology thing of like repression. I think it's, and innocence. And, uh, it's not And necess- it's not needed at all Mm-mm. that those uh, repression and innocence are within that character right you cannot remove them anyway they're evident
0: no and don't need to manifest
1: them on screen
0: you certainly don't and they they are super out of place because so many of the other shots are so faithful to the original that it's extra
1: like why is this here why is this here it's Mm -hmm. it's distracting and it's annoying
0: and it's also weird because it's not constant so it's really just It'd be much more annoying if it was constant, but it's just, it's strange in every way. It's not one time, it's two times, rather than like every once
1: in a while or something. There's not a motif going. It's just kind of sudden. Heavy-handed and dopey. Yeah. But for everything like that, for the artificiality that we've been talking about, for the the bizarre choices, there are occasionally moments where I go, I love just seeing this again. Mm -hmm. There's that shot where Arbogast uh, shows up is it Arbogast? I love how I love the way I know. William H. Macy says it. No, it's um it's Sheriff Chambers <sighs> in the original. Oh, okay. He's trying to get information on the phone. He goes, they have some sort of a private detective, a uh, what's his name? They go Arbogast. And he goes, Arbogast! <laughs> he says it differently. Yeah, 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 You know? But so somebody goes to the motel and Norman Bates is, oh, it's after Arbogast is dead. He's been putting Arbogast in the swamp. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, somebody, I guess Sam shows up and is like, hello, anybody here? And Norman Bates does not come to the desk and they cut to in the original Anthony Perkins and the new one, Vince Vaughn standing on the edge of the swamp and then just looking over his shoulder. And he looks a little dangerous, a little empty, but the way the camera just sweeps in on him, it looks like some sort of a beautiful, like universal monsters, uh, gothic story. Yeah, it looks dangerous. Mm-hmm. Him at the edge of the swamp, and it worked in the original. Great, and seeing it with Vince Vaughn, it's not the same. But you at least go like, "Ooh, I, like- I love
0: this kind of shot." Like, I love this shot.
1: Yes, I love this shot
0: in general. Correct. So
1: whether it's in the original or this, I love. I love it, and so yeah, I get a little bit of of everything mm-hmm. uh, in in the remake. I don't need it. Yeah, I don't want it, but if you're gonna watch it occasionally, mostly you'll go, "Why?" Sometimes I'll go like, oh, I think I'm supposed to be asking why. Right. And then you'll be like, oh, right. I remember that. That looks that, That's kind of cool. That looks cool. That looks cool. But it looked cool in the other one. So right. I, I'm good. Yeah.
0: I, I feel largely the same way. It wasn't a horrible viewing experience or anything. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't a fantastic one either. No. It was just kind of like, all right, this is, this is happening. This is a very strange thing. It feels more like a curiosity uh-huh. or an exercise that we've been publicly privy to. Right. Than a real quality movie.
1: Yeah. It's not a movie in and of itself. It's a it's some sort of a coffee table book. It's like a discussion. Yeah, piece. that's a really good way to put it. It's like a coffee table book. Yeah. It's
0: it's it's okay. It's an oddity. It's that's what I said to Ryan. I was trying to think of the word. I said it's an oddity. It's yeah. like not really just a straight up movie. It's, not it's not a weird.
1: Movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. uh, one weird stray tidbit mm-hmm. in the original, Marion Crane falls asleep driving and wakes up and there's a cop. And he's, like, staring right into her.
0: You were about to say that it's Richard from Sex and the City, weren't you? What? The actor who plays the cop. In the That's original? what you were about to say. Not in the
1: original. I'm sorry. The remake. James Remar? Yes. Isn't it? Yes. James Remar. Uh-huh. Dexter's dad. Yes. The Warriors. Yes. I watched with you, mm-hmm. Psycho, the original, and saw the cop, and I went, He looks like James Remar. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) That's funny. And then in this one, in the new one, it is James Remar. And it's like, this feels like it was almost like a weird kismet moment. of Like uh, like James Remar was fated to become this cop (laughs) one way or another. Uh, They finally got the casting right in this movie. Finally. Uh Uh-huh. Finally, somebody steps it up. Um, uh, Steven Soderbergh, the director, um, intercut both of these movies. Yes. Literally, like, you can watch the film. It's the same length. In one scene, it's Janet Lee, In the next scene, it's Anne Heche. Mm-hmm. It constantly cuts back and forth like that. It itself is just like a weird little editing experiment. Yeah, It's called Psycho, as you can find it online on his website. I watched a little bit of it. It was pretty entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's cool, uh, theoretically. Yeah. yeah, I would advocate checking it out if you're into this sort of thing. Yeah, It's fun to look at these things and compare them. Nothing else like this is, it really exists for as much as we're talking about reboots right. and remakes this month.
0: Right. This no sort of like insanely hyper, hyper, hyper faithful version.
1: Yeah. So to that end as well, I think that it serves a purpose that no other movie really can.
0: I think it's kind of neat. I can't say that ne- I love it, but I yeah. think it's a neat thing that it's out there. It's
1: a neat little thing. It, that's really how I feel. Like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. 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 I'm with you. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Um, so there you go. There you go. So so far into Slashtober, the Child's Play remake yep. is uh, Back to Square One. Yes. Go off in a new direction. Friday the 13th is arguably condensing some original segments, but really just feels like a bizarre new sequel. Mm -hmm. This is the most faithful thing you could possibly do. Yeah. And it can't possibly live up, so that's kind of interesting. Right. And next week we're going to end Slashtober 2022. That's right. With Halloween.
0: Halloween 1978 compared to Rob Zombie's Halloween of, uh, I don't remember what year. 2007,
1: I think. Something like that. Something like that. I don't care.
0: This should be something
1: else. Uh I am not looking forward to watching it at all. At all at all at all. William, you know I'm not. I um uh, uh and uh Slashtober is going to end. <laughs> I know on a down note. Slashtober ends.
0: Yes, Slashtober ends. Slashtober yeah. ends tonight.
1: So come back next week. We're going to do Halloween and I'll Rob try try Zombie's I'll go with an open mind. I'll try. I'll try to go in. I I've seen this before. Give it a shot. You um, watch the theatrical, I'm going to watch the unrated. Cut. Uh, okay. I will. Okay. Um, And uh, we'll we'll wrap this up. Yeah. Close the book on Slashtober. Yeah, let's put the baby to bed. Put the baby to bed. Uh, um, But also, uh, the slasher stuff does continue because right now on Patreon, you can sign up right this second and hear us talk about Hellraiser. Yep. Come back on Monday on Patreon.com slash pod to hear our thoughts on Halloween ends. Yep. The, this should be a big boy. The Jamie Lee Curtis sign-off. I'm so curious mm. about
0: what you think. What do you I am even... so curious. Let's play, let's
1: play a little game. Yeah. Do you think I give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down? God, I really don't know. I It, it, it seems to really be almost like 50-50. And there are two yes, of us. Yes, I, I know. So one thumbs up, one thumbs down. I Maybe. think, if I had to guess for you, mm-hmm. I'd say you gave it a thumbs up. Okay. I think you gave it a thumbs up. Okay. Okay.
0: All right. What do you say. think I give it? I honestly, I also think you gave it a thumbs up.
1: All right. We're going to have to find out. Yeah. Come back on Monday, patreon.com <laughs> 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 slash duck pod. Uh, thank you so much for hanging out. We mm-hmm. thank you to anybody who supports us over there. You get a ton, ton, ton of stuff. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much. There's also a Discord, which is rockin' as they say. <laughs> Who says that? No one. Rob Zombie. Yeah. Um, no, there's a discord that's super, super awesome that you can join when you join our Patreon, and I hope that you do. The people yep. over there rule.
1: They're, they're, that is certainly true. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure that you join us on Sunday as well. What yes. an action-packed weekend. Truly. So Monday, Halloween ends, but the day before, we're going to be doing our demon drive yep. on youtube.com slash Pod at 1 p.m. Eastern. We're going to be doing a bunch of stuff. We're going to listen to some uh, paranormal uh, activity that Kristen and I may or may not have experienced and yeah. captured. Uh, we're gonna be revealing some new stuff that's gonna be dropping on Patreon that day. Mm-hmm. You, you will have Plenty of, of new Guide to the Unknown material at your disposal come Sunday. Absolutely. Forget breaking wind. We're going to break dawn. That's right, if you know what we're saying. Yep. Um, all right, everybody. So thank you so much for hanging out with us. Yes. Go to gttupod.com for links to everything that we've discussed, including uh, we've got merch. We've got a P.O. box. We've got uh, everything you can imagine up yep. there. Uh, 200 shows. What? 250 plus shows we've done. Yeah. Um, and you can also follow us online at GTTU pod or our individual accounts. Yep. I'm at Chillin Kristen. I am at the myth traveler. So thank you all so much for hanging out with us. We hope that you had a good time. Yeah. Uh, this has been uh, greatly enjoyable. I love Absolutely. talking about psycho. I-, I don't care what way shape or form. <laughs> maybe, maybe Slashtober can <laughs> we'll we'll be do sequels. It. We'll do psycho Two or something. That's a great theme for Slashtober. Yeah. I, I got a million of it. Uh. Well, well, check this out. Yeah. You're after that equals the third one. You ruined it.
0: Alright, everybody. Thank you so much. For now, we must travel.
1: Back to the Netherworld. Go we. That felt too weird. We shouldn't have rebooted this crystal. It should be oh! like it wasn't the ir- original oh! oh! you-, oh! you ruined my childhood! Oh! You ruined my childhood! Oh! You ruined my childhood! Oh!